Exercise and diabetes, one of the most controversial topics on should you do it one way or the other. Today I want to break down my top five exercise must-haves for living with diabetes, how to keep those blood sugars perfectly stable, and what you can do about that. So if you don't know who I am, my name is Matt Vandevecht. I am a certified master fitness trainer and nutritionist living with type 1 diabetes, and uh, I actually have my first Olympic distance triathlon that I'll be competing in in a few days. And so I'm really excited about that, a little bit nervous. Uh, and so today I want to share with you a story, if you stick around to the end, where I almost passed out on a treadmill at the gym. And yes, it just might be blood sugar related. But before we get into that and into our top five, I want you to get into our theme song and then we'll break down your top five. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type one diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. Exercise and blood sugars is a mysterious thing largely because we have to consider our blood sugars. If we didn't have to worry about blood sugars, it'd just be a walk in the park. Now, I'm sorry, I had to include a pun. There's going to be a few in here. But understanding how blood sugars work with exercise will dramatically increase your success rate, not only with blood sugars, but also with any weight loss or weight gain goals as well. Fitness is a huge part of diabetes management. So today we're breaking down the top five must-haves for perfect and stable blood sugars through exercise while living with diabetes. So number one, if you take insulin like me, because I'm a type one diabetic, you have to consider insulin on board. Now, before I get into this topic, this is not medical advice in any capacity, but insulin on board can dramatically change the plan of action when you're looking to exercise, no matter what type of exercise it is, which we're gonna get into in a second. But insulin on board essentially means insulin that you've taken manually in the recent past. So if I've taken insulin before I go to a workout, I need to consider that. The amount, the duration, the timelines, these are all going to come into my plan of action. So insulin on board, something that needs to be considered if you take insulin. Now, number two, when I look at my overall plan of attack for an exercise or a workout, is going to be my current blood sugar. And part two of Part two is my current blood sugar trend. So if I wear a CGM, which I do, that's a continuous glucose monitor, uh, that's going to give me a really good idea of if my blood sugars are already stable, if they're currently rising or falling, or if there's an action that needs to be taken, like I'm already hypoglycemic or hyperglycemic right? A low blood sugar or a high blood sugar. So those things I want to take into consideration. Do I like where my blood sugars are at at the beginning of that exercise? Or do I need to take action to bring them down, to bring them up, to alter the starting point of my workout? Because the exercise itself, as we're going to get into in the next tip, can impact blood sugars as well. So where are you at with your blood sugars? If you don't have a, a CGM, you can also use a glucometer, which is something that you prick your fingers, get some blood, and you test on the, the test strip to see where your blood sugars are at. At that moment, the more data you have, the more uh, intentional you can be with the outcomes of your blood sugars with exercise. 
Now, step number three or tip number three is going, of course, to be the type and the duration of the exercise itself. That's right. Exercise is not just one big generic topic. There are multiple subcategories of different types of exercise. Now, most commonly, we look at weightlifting versus running, right? The cardio and the lifters, those are the two big camps of exercise that we consider. But there are much more to consider than just those two. But we're going to stick to those for the sake of argument. To make this simple, when I'm looking at blood sugars and exercise, for the most part, lifting weights as a more stressful activity can cause blood sugars to go up. Running as a more continuous exercise can burn blood glucose at a faster rate than it is produced and can lead to blood sugars going down. We can break that down into much more detail in a different video, but for now, understand that different types of exercise and different durations of exercise, for example, going for a run or running errands, can be very different with the outcome that you experience with blood sugars. Now, tip number four that I want to go over is going to be recent meals or snacks. This is going to impact your digestion rates and your consideration for where blood sugars might end up. For example, if I ate a cupcake 20 minutes ago, I might not see it impact my blood sugars just yet. And if I go for some exercise, I might think that I might drop, right? So we just talked about different types of exercise might lead to a blood sugar decrease. So if I expect it to decrease, I might have a second cupcake, not considering the previous cupcake that I just had, which means, yes, as hard as this is to believe, blood sugars might go up through that workout or even at the end of the workout because of the previous meal or snack. So our digestion can be altered as well during the exercise. So understanding how food can impact our blood sugars is going to help us to plan better for blood sugars during exercise. So if I had scrambled eggs before a workout, that is going to behave vastly different than a fruit smoothie before a workout. So know your body, know your digestion rates, and do consider previous meals or snacks as you enter into your workout of choice. Tip number five of five for our stable blood sugars with exercise and how to approach this is going to be looking at your previous patterns, your data, analyzing and interpreting what kind of blood sugars you've seen in the past. And maybe you're going for a walk today. If you went for a walk previously, what happened? Get curious, remember, think through what has happened, what you've experienced as your norm. And of course, longer term, gathering all of this data, finding ways to interpret it and enter it into what we call a blood sugar formula. That's gonna be your freedom. That's where you can anticipate blood sugars before they happen and predict these stable, lovely, lovely <laughs> amazing blood sugar lines formulas equal freedom. So best case scenario, you've gathered this data, you've taken the right things into consideration so that you can implement these formulas into your life with diabetes and will enable you to have more perfect blood sugar days when you have exercise plan, no matter the type, the duration, the food had before, the insulin on board, all of these things can be calculated with the proper formula. So I told you if you stuck around to the end of the video, I'd give you a story of how I almost passed out on a treadmill in a gym. But before I get into that, I want you to think about what might be helpful for me to make more content, more videos surrounding these topics. So if any of these topics stood out to you, or if you've got a different side of exercise you'd like to see me break down, uh, go ahead and comment that topic that you'd like to see. Could be insulin on board and exercise, could be uh, long distance running could be, uh, you know, how do you train for a triathlon with diabetes? 
any topics that you'd like to see me go deeper into, go ahead and leave a comment right now if you're on YouTube with me and let me know what you'd like to see a deeper dive into. And again, if you'd like to see me uh, break down what a perfect workout might look like, a workout plan to achieve perfect blood sugars, what's the best way to increase insulin sensitivity, reduce insulin resistance, I want you to go ahead and comment the words workout plan in the comments below. If I see enough of those, I know that'll be a video that will bring value to you. And I'll go ahead and put some of my time into making some helpful content for you. All right, so go ahead and comment the words workout plan. If you'd like to see what the perfect workout structure would be that I've learned over my years as a certified master fitness trainer and nutritionist living with type one diabetes, be happy to share that with you if it would be helpful. All right, now to the story, the juice of the episode. Many years ago, when I first started my experimentation with my diabetes, with blood sugar mastery, trying to figure it all out, before I knew most of the stuff that I know now, I made one fatal error. And in this story, I'm going to share something that's a bit dangerous, and I want you to uh, make sure that you avoid situations like this wherever possible. So I was going to the gym, as I typically did, and I worked out pretty pretty daily, I would say, and uh, had a higher blood sugar kind of snuck up on me, right? I was about 220, I think it was, got to the gym parking lot and thought, you know what, this is silly. I'm feeling kind of nauseous. I don't like this blood sugar. It's going to impact my performance in the gym. So I got my insulin out since I take insulin as a type one and I injected a correction dose, which is how much insulin I thought was necessary to bring my blood sugars down to a normal range. So I could, I guess, enjoy a workout right now i get to the gym i obviously start with a warm-up i want to make sure my body's ready for the ridiculous chaos i'm about to put it through with weightlifting hop on the treadmill i'm like you know half a mile in or so and i feel a little bit empty on the inside <laughs> i'm starting to get a little shaky my tongue feels kind of weird and at first, I didn't recognize these, but these are low blood sugar symptoms for some people. So what I recognized a little bit too late is that my blood sugars were plummeting. I looked at my CGM because I was wearing one at the time, thankfully, and it showed that I was no longer 220, but I was double arrows down, which is a rapid drop in blood glucose and headed towards what would likely be an urgent low if nothing changed. And a lesson that I learned that day was insulin on board, that first tip that I gave you, plus exercise can dramatically change the equation or the blood sugar formulas that we use. And it caught me by a surprise. I did a finger stick to make sure that my CDM wasn't reading incorrectly. I was already at 91. The whole room started to fade to black. I, I quickly jumped off slash kind of tripped off the treadmill and found myself leaning up against a wall as I'm shaky, grabbing a juice box. The first one that I saw, I think I have one in my gym bag and uh, just really zoned out, right? I got myself over to a chair at a table, crushed that juice box, grabbed a second one, and just stared off blankly into the void <laughs> as I recovered from a very scary, fast, low blood sugar drop. So I want you to learn from my mistakes. Obviously, this is not medical advice, but I want you to know what to be aware of, what things you might consider as you're looking to achieve more perfect, stable, predictable blood sugars with exercise. I don't want this to be a big, scary thing for you. I've accomplished, uh, I, I think I averaged out like 120 workouts so far for my triathlon. 
I've been a hundred percent time in range for every single one of them. It's not by accident. I use what's called the 80-20 blood sugar formula. If you don't know what that is, we've got plenty of videos on our YouTube channel. You can go search. So go over to FTF Warrior on YouTube. Watch as many as you can, you know, to your delight. Uh, tons of resources there. But I want you to think about how can I plan ahead with my diabetes and exercise? Not I can't do that, but rather how can I? And this is how I got into the place where I'm at now, where in a couple of days I will be competing in an Olympic distance triathlon, which I've never done before. It's kind of impulsive. Uh, but to show you what is possible this last week in my own training, uh, which is getting to a, a bit of a ridiculous point with how many miles I'm running, biking and swimming, I was able to break three personal records this last week. And as you can see here, we've got 97% time in range for the entire week. That's my average. So an average of 97% time in range while training for a triathlon, it is possible. And I want you to understand that diabetes does not have to hold us back. We just got to know what we're doing. Be aware of the right variables and then put a proper plan into action. Okay, get those blood sugar formulas set up. So if you don't know what those look like, again, go to FTF Warrior on YouTube, watch a bunch of the videos, as many as you think would be helpful. And uh, if you find that you want some additional help, feel free to reach out. Uh, I'm always happy to chat and see if this is something I can help you with as well. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this video. Those are my top five must-haves for exercise and diabetes to achieve more normal, more stable blood sugars during exercise if you found it helpful, do share the episode. Send it to somebody else who you think would benefit from this kind of information. And if you found this one helpful, I would love it if you would leave a review for the podcast. Just a quick tap of the finger or a click if you're on a laptop. Uh, let us know what you think. Honest reviews. And just, uh, you know, whether it's a one star, three star, five star, whatever. I would love to have your feedback there and show other people if this is worth listening to and, and giving some of their time up for so they can uh, get a leg up on diabetes and start getting these blood sugars to calm down, right? So I would love it if you leave a review. Thanks so much for hanging out. I'll catch you next week. Keep up the fight.